yesterday at Auto Shrunken Head's Tiki Bar. Speaking of which, my friend Gordon just sent me some info that he would like me to announce. Gordon, here it comes. No name at Word Up Comedy Variety Show, Tuesday, November 26th, 7 p.m. A great lineup of talent. And this will be at No Name's Open Stage. Okay. And Eric Vetter is the MC. Scheduled guest for Tuesday, November 26th, 7 p.m. are Robin Beatty. Gianmarco Sarisi, Bruce Cherry, Demetrius Daniel, and more. And you can also sign up for a chance to win four minutes of stage time. Donations welcome. Word up. Community Bookshop Liberia Communitaria is located at 2113 Amsterdam Avenue, corner of 165th. Okay, you can also go to wordupbooks.com for more information. It's a great show and great fun. You check it out. It's storytellers, comedians, sometimes musicians. It's all of that and more. Love the air service. Love the air service. Okay, uh, what can I start off with today, Shell? I love Tom Caruso. I'm just going to go for a little indigo, a go-go. To go, go to somewhere that's fun. You 
Welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of... <laughs> I love it. You don't remember drive-ins. I mean... <laughs> 
we used to pile into the trunk and sneak in. Good old days. Good old days. That was funny. Uh, let's see. Now you know you're in New York because you're the sirens. <laughs> okay. All right. What do we have? Oh, Betty Jo Tucker, movie out of headquarters every Tuesday at 4 p.m. You can also get her books on Amazon, uh, Cinema Stanzas 1 and 2, and uh, you can watch the movie Cake, a love story on Amazon, and you'll see me in the last 10 minutes of it. It's based on Betty Jo's life. Pretty good stuff there. Okay, what should we go now? More music or comedy? Comedy, comedy. Uh, well, all the holidays coming up. Let's see. I have a little-known comic uh, now that you wouldn't know him, but uh, I love him, Flip Wilson. And now the comedy reflections of my young friend, Flip Wilson. Everyone knows that Christopher Columbus discovered America, right? Everybody knows it. Even a dropout knows that Christopher Columbus discovered America. The thing is that very few people know that as a kid, this was all Columbus would talk about, discovering America. In fact, let me give you my concept of Christopher Columbus's discovery of America. See? Columbus lived as a kid in a little town with his mother and father. That was cool. He wasn't working. Had to live with his mother and father. As a kid, this was all he would talk about. The neighbors thought he was off his cookie. And he'd come by, he'd be there in the yard there playing, and they'd lean over the fence and they'd say, Christopher Columbus, what are you going to do when you're grown up? And he'd say, I'm going to discover America. <laughs> they'd say, you better cut that out. You know there isn't any America. You know the world is square. And Chris would say, they sure are. <laughs> At 35, when he'd gotten out of grammar school, he arranged an audience with the queen, Queen Isabel, Isabel Johnson. Queen's name, Isabel Johnson, and she asked him about this America project, and Chris tells her, if I don't discover America, there's not going to be a Benjamin Franklin, or a Star Spangled Banner, and the land of the free, and the home of the brave, and no Ray Charles. When the Queen heard no Ray Charles, she panicked. The queen said, Ray Charles! You gonna find Ray Charles? Is he in America? Chris says, sure, that's where all those records come from. <laughs> Queen's excited. She's running through the halls of the castle screaming, Chris gonna find Ray Charles. He's going to America on that boat. What you say? Chris is fucking on. She wrote him out a traveler's check. <laughs> Chris runs to the local Army Navy store. He buys three used ships, two pair of fatigues, some shades. Then he got his supplies for the trip. He bought two chicken sandwiches. Five cases of booze and a small seven small soda. Brought a small soda. Seven small sodas. <laughs> then he's ready to leave. Photographers and the reporters are all at the pier to see him off. All the girls are there, they're excited and screaming. Goodbye, Columbus. He's gone on that boat. He's gone to America. Isabel was saying she'd open one of those bottles of booze. Isabel saying, Chris gonna find Ray Charles. <laughs> I said, be cool, Isabel. Will you be cool? Then he turns to the first mate. He said, wait, well, ain't. About 10 minutes later, the guy said, 7,482 pounds. <laughs> Chris said, look, just put it in the boat, okay? Don't weigh it. Just put it in the boat. When he'd gotten out of the harbor, 
First mate said, Chris, which way is America? Chris said, I don't know. We're going to have to sail around when we bump into it. So we better go this way. If we go that way, we'll sail off the edge like them other guys. A hundred days later, a hundred days later, the men are ready to mutiny. Chris has been goofing. He's been going through a bit like, back up, make a right, watch out for the edge. First mate says, come here, Chris. So Chris, look at me when I'm talking to you. He said, the men are ready to mutiny. The cabin boy said that if you don't find America in two days, he's going to give you a shot in the mouth. Right then, a piece of wood floats by the ship. Chris said, there's a piece of wood. So we're not far from America. That's American wood. And I know American wood when I see it. First mate said, why don't you cut that out? It's a piece of the ship. They're breaking up on us. <laughs> right then, the guy in the mast yells, land ho! Chris said, what does that mean? <laughs> so that means he sees land. Well, pull over! <laughs> pull over! Maybe that's America! You guys are gonna pass right by. You don't even know America. That, that is America. So look at all those spacious skies. Those amber waves of grain. <laughs> Just dig that purple mountain's majesty. I bet there's fruit out there on the plains. <laughs> it's a big holiday in America that day. Big holiday called not having been discovered yet day. All the Indians on the beach, they're celebrating. They got sandwiches, six packs, three or four bags, whatever it is they're putting in the pipe. Chris leans over the side of the ship. He says, hey, yo, yo, where is this? Very attractive little Indian girl said, why? What's your name? What you want come around here in them ships? See, my name's Christopher Columbus. I'm out discovering. Then I'm going to discover America. I'm going to discover y'all. The little Indian girl said, We don't want to be discovered. You can't discover nobody if they don't want to be discovered. You better discover yourself away from here. First mate said, Chris, they're hostile. Chris said, Yeah, and they're mad too. <laughs> said, well, we're going in there anyway. That's America. They can't keep us out of there. Let down the longboat. And they let down the longboat, which is really a short boat on the side of the big boat. They called it the long boat because they had a peewee boat, but they weren't going to use that. <laughs> and they pile into the boat, they're heading into the shore, and men are laying down the boat because the Indians are throwing rocks, and spears, flaming arrows, tree trunks. First mate said, Chris, we better not go in there. Those Indians are crazy. Chris said, turn the boat around, we'll leave. We'll make a map and give it to the pilgrims. Pilgrims will fix their wagon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this sucks. What have I got going on here? Okay, okay, let's do a little uh, goons. I love this song. Ding, 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 ding,
don't know they were a show on bbc they actually inspired monty python uh people and that was with peter sellers and harry seacum and spike milligan and it was great show if you can find any of their stuff online it's brilliant hilarious uh i guess almost long form kind of improv very interesting though i would like to announce with the holidays coming up here we go uh oh yeah uh you know, since everybody else is doing it, I'm going to fall in, too. Uh, I have a Christmas CD. It's available on CD Baby. <laughs> so there. But not just me. There's this great group. They're called the December People. Uh, you can find them at www.decemberpeople.com and check them out. Uh, they've got a quirky take on Christmas songs, which is delightful to hear. Let's see. Uh, let me find it right here, and I play them all around Christmas time, and uh, check them out. They do a lot of good, and uh, their CDs are available and stream on Amazon, CD Baby, Apple Music, Pandora, etc. 
They've got one show that's November 30th in Reno, and it's sold out. But this this is fun. I mean, you know, if you want something different from Christmas, this is it. Here we go. December people. www.decemberpeople.com. All right, go check them out or download them. It's just something fun and different. You, you know, we're so bombarded with the standards and the stores and stuff. So check them out, please. All right, thank you. And uh, let's see. I don't know where to go next. How much time do I have? Okay, let's uh, do a little me, I guess. Let's find some Nancy to do. Uh, Betty Jo Tucker from every Tuesday at 4 p.m. An interesting show. And also you can listen to some of her shows 
Uh, they're uh, available like mine. They're archived, so you can listen to any other interviews with major celebrities, and they're very good shows. What can I say? All right. Uh, Betty Joe, where are you today? I'm not seeing you. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I got to watch the time as well. Let's see. All right. Uh, thank you for listening out there. Hi, Gail. I see you. All right. Merry Christmas. I've got that in my head. All right. This is for all you working Today's well-dressed working woman is expected to balance her hectic business schedule with her equally busy social itineraries. A Fortune 500 Dynamo one moment, a charming corporate hostess the next. In a company-eat company world, any advantage she can gain over her male peers is important. The office is not the only business battleground. It is well known that many victories take place in the corporate social arena. Today's socially savvy warrior must utilize all her mental and physical resources. It's not enough to just know the proper table etiquette. She must also know the current trends, such as what power colors to wear after six, and who to talk to and who to ignore. She must be alert and on her toes to gain any advantage over her business peers, no matter how unusual the client's request. In some extreme circumstances, she may even be called upon to dance the Lombada. When dancing the corporate Lombada, there are rules one must follow. Rule one, make contact with your partner. Rule two, lead without leading. Remember, a merger is more fun when you have inside information. Rule three, dance to win, and step, and step, and hit, and hit, and clench, headlock, and dominate, and sway, and glide, and sway, and influence, kick back, kick front, dip in, and power play, power play, apply negative pressure. Positive power. Use leverage, hold tight, liquidate all night, and feel the crunch. And power lunch, power lunch. By low, so high, so farther. You're doing the corporate lambada. Backstab, export, indict ya. You're doing the executive lambada. Shake in, shake out your chakra. You're doing <laughs> Great fun. All right. Don't forget, my CDs are available on CD Baby. And I have a Christmas one, too. That's pretty um, disturbing. Uh, oh, no. I have a Christmas song on that. Okay. It's a CD for everybody. Nancy Lombardo's Merry Christmas. M-A-R-Y. I'll get in trouble for that. Okay. All right. Thank you for listening today. Why don't we go out on one of my favorite improvised uh, songs? I did. Here we go. Scat, crazy scat. I'm on stream. I'm being chased through a dollhouse by a white lobster that wore glitter and spoke with a French accent. <laughs> now, what this meant, I'll never know. But I do know if I told anybody, 
I've been labeled a lunatic and labeled wrong. My message for the public good. Let's say you're at a party and you can take out a labeling gun and start tagging people like they do in Wild Kingdom. Wacker. Or your boss is really nice. Except in an earthquake, you'd really be thinking he's old, he's slow. I can beat him to the Georgia. Oh yeah, LA's a jammed up situation. I have enough faults I wouldn't purposely build my home over one. The one time I was naive enough to think that generic food was for the elderly.